Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 55. We're closing in on 100. I'm going to keep saying it. We're getting there one day. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a glorious day. We're going to have like a big, just virtual high fives all around. It's going to be awesome. All right. So my guest today, you guys love him. He's great. He was great last time we had him on last year. Uh, he's a gifted speaker. Um, he's also the co-leader of the Young Adult Ministry Game Changers at Lord of Hosts Church. And he's also the co-host of the Game Changer podcast. Let's welcome my guest today, Matt Kuhneman. What's going on, man? Good to what be up? here. What's welcome, up, brother? Everything good? Back. Yeah, man. Everything's really good. It was a lot has changed, you know, since uh since you were last here in October. I think it was October you were here with us. Yeah, I believe that's the the, the time I was there. And, yeah. and man, it feels good to be back and yeah. you know, and connecting with you again. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, God's been doing so many great things, and I just I believe we're uh, uh, seeing the fruition come to pass of, of, of what's coming over America, over the world and, and the body of Christ, you know, we're, we're, we're in the best days and it's, it's coming forward. So, yeah, well, you're, uh, the topic of today's show, I'm really pumped about, I was reading the notes and I was getting pumped up. Um, it's all about how the righteous don't conform. So let's just jump right into that. Sure. Uh, sure. What's on your heart to share, man? Let's go for it. Yeah. So, you know, the Lord had been speaking to me um, a lot just recently, and I felt like the, the statement that he kept sharing with me is exactly what you just said. The righteous don't conform. Mm-hmm. And I paused for a second because I just, I, I heard it in the midst of my day and the Lord said it again, the righteous don't conform. And it was bold. And then I heard no excuses for the real ones. Hmm. And, you know, my, my uh, co-partner, Anthony, and I at Game Changers at Lord of Hills Church, we've been really just hitting this subject. And we, we said, you know, what does that mean? The righteous don't conform. Well, it, it's pretty s- simple to explain. It really means we're not conforming to the ways of the world right now. The, the, the wokeisms, different things that the world is trying to do and... A lot of people in the body of Christ understand, listen, we've got to be the righteous voice right now. We've got to be the ones that aren't making excuses because if we're truly involved in the body of Christ, in the church, in the kingdom, then there's no time to make excuses and there's no time for conformity. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So... What kind of wokeisms are you are you referring to? For those that are like wokeisms, <laughs> what's that? So we actually, if people go back and watch um, our broadcast um, and and go check our page out and stuff, we put a, a graphic out, and um, our graphics person at the church, her name's Alexis, put a amazing graphic together for Game Changers, um, and it just had all of the different movements you're seeing in the world right now, like political movements, the um, you know gay rights movement, the transgender movements, the BLM movements. Like, I mean, the list goes on, and it has an, a, a line or an X through all of it, and then at the bottom of it, it says in all caps, God movement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that is exactly how it needs to be said right. right then and there, because, you know, there's so many wokeisms today. Jeff, and so many people are trying to infiltrate the church, trying to take the the voice away, you know, and and mask movement was another one that was on there. Mm -hmm. There's a spiritual mask that also the devil is using through that physical mask and COVID to mask the church, mask the body of Christ, mask Mm -hmm. the children so that they don't have a voice. You're seeing that in the schools. 
And, 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 and that is what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, a conformity. We cannot conform right now in the church. We have to be bold. We have to be the ones stepping out that are saying enough is enough. And we're the ones pushing back. You know, if David would have conformed, look what Goliath and the Philistines would have done with the, the children of Israel. We need to have that David and even that Joshua mindset that says, you know what? No walls are going to stop us. We're going we're gonna to scream and, 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 and believe God to get through them, okay? And we're, we're going forward. We're not looking backward. We're not looking to the side. We're looking straight ahead yeah. at what God has for us, and we're not conforming to no movement except God's movement and the kingdom movement. Mm, yeah, So, and you have some examples of people who did conform in the Bible, not just in the Bible, but I guess in culture as well. So go ahead and list a couple of those. Well, you, you, you even look at uh, uh, Samson and Delilah, okay? Mm-hmm. Samson was blessed with that strength, right? And his natural strength was also a spiritual strength, okay? His spiritual strength was then seen in the natural. And so when he finally conformed to something that he didn't realize, you know, at the time, he thought just a a few days of feeling good, being with Delilah, you know, messing around, all of a sudden, did he feel so good later when he woke up and had no sight, no strength, couldn't break the, 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 the rope and the knots, his hair was gone. Mm-hmm. Not quite. And then he came to a realization at the end when his hands were on the pillars. And then God gave him that strength back one last time because he came back to his realization. But see, what looked, look at what happened when he conformed, though. He lost everything. But when he wasn't conforming, when he was in the kingdom, he killed thousands and thousands of Philistines with a jawbone. I mean, yeah, think about that. Waste. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. And so... You know, and, and then you, you, you're looking at other examples, right? And Abraham and God were having a conversation about Sodom and Gomorrah. And I feel like that is also in this world today where I, I feel like God is sitting up there. And I alluded to this on Game Changers where it's like, you know, I don't want to grieve the heart of God. You know, mm-hmm. being in the kingdom, if you're truly involved in the kingdom, I'm not here to grieve the Holy Spirit. Right. And I feel like sometimes the church has to understand they've got to wake up because their conformity sometimes is, is grieving the Holy Spirit. And when they're conforming, you know, sometimes the Lord is sitting up there like, you know, you ever seen one of those Where's Waldo books and you're like trying to find Waldo in the crowd? Where's the righteous in the crowd yeah. that's going to stand up, that's going to take yeah. their stand and, and use their voice and their boldness? We're mm-hmm. seeing pastors that are, you know, still keeping their church close today. That's conforming. Yeah. You know, a pastor, if you're in the ministry, you've got to be willing to take the punches. You've got to be willing to stand up and say, I'm taking a stand right now for a righteous rebellion and a mm-hmm. kingdom-minded culture. And not being like, I'm sorry, you can't come in here if you're not sick. Right, like, what, right. That, the, the lunacy yes. of that when you really I know. like, what in the world? <laughs> I know. You know, yeah. and I, I saw one time and I, 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 that a pastor was actually preaching a message in a church wearing a mask. And I, I just sat there and I laughed. I'm like, yeah. you know, it, it's about as bad as people who drive in their car and wear a mask, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my father that doesn't keep you safe, Matt, by driving by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they need to triple, you know, mask yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah. You know, that's the whole, uh, you know, uh, lie today. But uh, yeah, it, it, apparently, uh, you know, that's that's something that people are fooled by today. Right. And 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 these Things that the, the left have done and those who are outside of the church, the heathens, mm. 
they have caused a fear in the world that some of the body of Christ is now becoming too woke to this now. Instead of staying cemented, staying in, in their true self and saying, no, I'm not going to conform to this. And, you know, I, I, I've said this before. I believe a person is at their best when they're serving because if you're doing nothing, you're conforming. Yeah. Okay? If you're serving the kingdom, serving the Lord, serving your church, serving people in need, being a good person, being a kingdom-minded person, you're not conforming. The mm. only thing you should be conforming to are the ways of the kingdom and what yeah. God wants for your life and for his yeah. church. Man, I love that, though. The, a person is at their best when they're serving. Write it down, people. <laughs> so I actually I stole that quote, and I want to give yeah. credit where that's due. Yeah. I heard that actually in uh, World Harvest Church from Pastor Rod Parsley. His wife, uh, uh, Miss Joni, actually mentioned that statement, mm-hmm. and it blew me away. Yeah, I was like, you know, and, and, and yeah. I thought of that, right? Because, you know, if we're conforming, then we're focused on ourselves, we're focused on everything else around us. We're not conformity can also be a form of pride, mm-hmm. you know, because your pride can't get involved. Your pride can't step out of your comfort zone. You know, I think every Christian in the church that truly is serving the Lord has kind of had that 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 moment where that Saul the Paul, you know, uh, transformation happened, and they may have had that many times where they were knocked off their high horse. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the Lord, you know deals with us in, in ways that, that we need. And it's the ones that adjust, don't make excuses, that start creating change to the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I know because I've struggled with this myself um, years ago now, but uh, there's this desire within a lot of believers to want to be liked. And yes. really, yes. it's like having to to die to you. I mean, that I mean, if you want to talk about dying to yourself, that dying to your reputation. I mean, Jesus says people will hate you because of me. You know, mm. um, I didn't come to bring mm-hmm. peace, but a sword. I'm going to divide households. Yes, you know, yes. because of me. You know, the households are going to be divided because of me. And and I think that there's that that thing of just constantly having to lay that down and just be like, die You're to right. the desire to be liked. And and we're seeing that as a result of us just wanting to be like, blessed are the meek, let's just not make any waves. But as a result, like, look at our culture, right? You're like, right. Look, look at what's happening. It's, I don't want to use dumpster fire because I do believe God is going <laughs> to yes, yes. it, but it yes. is a bit of a dumpster fire. Yeah, uh, you're right. And, 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 and all those people in the church who are like, well, this is the end, this is the rapture, God, you know, is sending Jesus, you know, Jesus is coming back. He's not coming back I, I'm, I'm right now. Yeah. He's not coming back for a mess. He wants to come back for a church that is ready now to mm-hmm. go to heaven and say, you know what? We've done our, our, our part. We've done our servanthood that you commanded us to do. He's not going to come back right now and just say, oh, well, this is a mess. Let me come fix it. All. No, he's coming back for a church that is radical for him again. Yeah. A, a, a young generation that is out leading. And, and that is what the Lord wants to come back for. He's not coming back to just try to patch the holes to everything, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing. I, and I've said this before, you know, on Game Changers. People got to ask themselves, what are you standing in the gap for? What mm-hmm. holes in life are you trying to patch? You know, what, um, what are you fighting for? Because... That could be a form of, of, of conformity. Well, if you're 
trying to patch holes that are, that are in the world, but not trying to stand in the gap for the things that are kingdom-minded, then that is a different form of conformity in, in, in the wrong sense. So, you know, there's, there's a time now where we have to understand that we're the apostles in Acts. You know, we're, we're how I like to put it, we're Acts 29. We're the 29th chapter of Acts, you know, basically, because, you know, there was 28 chapters in Acts. It is our job to now carry yeah. the book oh, of yeah. Acts today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I think there's been a lot of waiting, you know, there's a yes. lot of, a lot of people that have been like, no, I'm just going to wait for the Lord. I mean, you know, we can look back decades ago and see like, you know, there's a lot of people even, and I think, um, you know, the, the, uh, the baby boomer generation, there was even like m- many in the Gen X generation that were like, well, we're just going to, Jesus is coming back. So we don't need to do anything. <laughs> and my mother-in-law has talked about this a lot. Yes. Too. It was just like, we don't need to do anything. So we're just going to like kick back and we're just going to, we just want to be with Jesus. And then, you know, completely separate themselves from culture. Something I want to add to kind of what you're saying, and sure. it's something I've been seeing uh, it, God doing. And for years, we've been praying, God, we want to take the mountains. We want to take the seven mountains. We want to, we want to get into culture. We want to, we want to influence culture. We want to be leaders. Well, the thing is this, is that God is answering it, but it's not happening in a way where it's like, open doors. There you go. You just step in. See, the thing is this every, if you look at culture, if you study culture, any movement, good or bad, it was always a minority of people that rose up and said, no, we're going to be different. We're going to go against the grain. And now, you know, for years, the artists were the, like, especially more conservative times, the artists were the outsiders. They were the people that were uh, counter culture. Well, guess what guys, Christians are now counter culture. Like, conservatism is counterculture to the, yes. the, the, where the, the tide is pushing things, which is, you know, wokeism, um, really, really like re- hardcore liberalism, yes. militant liberalism, socialism, yes. all of that. Well, now we are sitting on this point where we're the outsiders and we can actually speak into culture something different. My producer says, be righteous rebels. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a righteous rebellion that we're on right now. And, and we need to understand that. And those that are going to stay to the course and say, I'm in on that. I'm all in on that are the ones that are, are, are truly going to change the culture. The ones mm-hmm. that are retreating. See, you know, I, I think of that song, that old song. And I can't even remember because it was, you know, my parents have, have heard it and listened to it. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the, the song Run to the Battle? Uh-uh. And okay, I don't remember who 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 wrote it, but there's a there's an old song called "Run to the Battle," and that's the um, and it was a Christian uh, band, Christian artist, and I can't remember the the, the name of the guy who did it, but um, basically that's I'm what I'm thinking of. Talking. Yeah, yeah, look it yeah. up. Uh, it, it's powerful. I mean, it'll absolutely just it, it motivates you. It drives you to understand, like, man, I'm running to a battle. I'm not gonna be like those that retreat and just leave the battle early, you know, like you think of one of those movies, like, you know, Mel Gibson or something running to, to, to the fight. You know, I'm not trying to, to, to retreat in this because what is that going to do, Jeff? If we retreat, if we conform, then we're going to start seeing churches shut down or they're going to start forcing certain bathrooms for transgenders into churches because mm-hmm. they're going to realize 
the, the reason the left is doing what they're doing is because there's certain people that are not standing up and they're like, well, yeah. they're making it easy. You know, mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler talked about back in the day that he wasn't afraid of the church because they were too busy bickering with each other, arguing over over different things, not standing up. Yeah, not, when, and, not making waves. Correct. Not, yeah. We have to stand up. And this is why to the people that think, well, church and politics shouldn't mix. Keep it out of the church. If we do that, then you're going to see what I just described. Yeah. We have to right now say, no, we're not going to conform. We have to use our voice, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and this is the time for that. Okay. If the church and politics uh, uh, aren't supposed to mix, then why in the Bible did we see the apostles going to leaders? Why did we see Jesus talking with the Pharisees? Why did we see uh, uh, Jesus telling uh, the people, go, go tell Herod the fox, okay? There's certain things in the world today that the church must be involved. And the Constitution was written based on God, founded on God. Mm-hmm. The founding fathers wanted the Holy Spirit and the input of God within the Constitution, within building this country. So mm-hmm. the church and, 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 and exalting God was the, the foundation of that, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is how we need to be today. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't change, okay? And that's the issue with all these wokeisms. They want to change everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Jesus would have conformed, we would be lost forever if he would have conformed. But no, in the garden, he said, he said, no, he, he was going to take part in that cup that he originally was asking to let pass from him. No, he said, you know what? Not my will, but your will be done. He knew what was ahead. He knew the suffering he was going to have to endure. And that's the thing, too. It's not going to be easy for us to stand up. I always say this, too. If you're getting hatred, you're doing something right. Okay. <laughs> If you're getting pushback, hey, consider that a joy because right. you're changing something. You're, 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 you're messing with someone's demons, mm-hmm. okay? You have to understand that we have to be bold in this time. And this yeah. is the season. This is the hour to do that. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And I think there's this, there's this thing with the, that I noticed with like a lot of the, um, the left. Look, I, do I believe that there are believers uh, in the Democratic Party? Yes, I do. I know yes, some of them yes. personally. But it is unfortunate that Satan has used that party to do a lot of bad in the past. And, um, but the thing that I've noticed is they often push for things where it's like a very small percentage of people. And so in preparation for our, cause I saw you'd mentioned Disney and I was like, there's a very <laughs> clear agenda from Disney right now. There is, there is. Um, and we see a lot of push for trans trans rights. And look, like, I, I love people. I'm not hating yes. on people. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is this, is that 0.42%, 0.42% of the U.S. population identifies as trans as less yes. than half a percentage. And, yes. and yet, you wouldn't think that given how much to push it. You would think one in 10, maybe one in 20, something like that. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And, and I think that there's this, there's this effort to, I mean, if you even look at, okay, well you mentioned masks, right? Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. huge part of a child's developmental learning stages is through facial communication. 
and so you run up to a, a little kid and you go oh, like that like all happy you know like they react to it in a good a positive way right so if you remove that ability you cover that up and then you start forcing specific agendas like the that bill in florida that just passed there were everybody's up in arms saying it's the don't say gay bill and all yes, of that which is yes. so not even in the bill it's just <laughs> protecting children saying hey up until third grade you can't talk about sexual orientation you know I gender identity, all yeah. that stuff. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Yeah. It's to it, protect development of children. Yes. And it should be the right of the parent. It should right. be in the privacy of a, of a home, you know? And, and I saw this too, where there was a lady that had spoke out about a, a, a situation that happened at uh, her, 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 I believe her daughter's school and DeSantis was standing by her when she was uh, speaking about this. You might know what I'm alluding to and those of you watching as well, but she had basically spoke that the school had pulled her daughter aside, had some private meeting with her, mm-hmm. told her about, you know, hey, certain bathroom you could use, um, even said, you know, when we go on uh, um um, field trips that might be um, out of the city or, or, or road field trips, you know, in other places that um, basically, you know, what gender would you like to room with? And I'm yeah. like, are you serious right now? I mean, this is a crime. This is a crime. This is not somebody, this is somebody who's not even a teenager. And you're asking, does she want to stay with a male in, in a hotel room? Come on. This yeah. is how woke these people are. This is how just just corrupt th- these people are. Mm-hmm. And she found out about it. You know, her daughter was a little like frightened about all this. So she wanted to talk to the school about it. And they said, well, you need consent from your daughter. Excuse me. As a parent, right. you need <laughs> consent from the school about right. I mean, this it, it, you know, I mean, it sounds like they're trying to do kind of what the medical fields do now, where, you know, you can't talk about somebody in your family's uh, health condition without mm-hmm. them writing your name down. Or, yeah. I mean, this is how bad this is. Yeah. And they're talking to this, this, this lady's daughter behind the parents' back about these things, mm-hmm. putting these sexual uh, 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 agendas, mindsets, opinions into her. At the school, behind the parents' uh, 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 consent and and permission, and they're back. Right. Right. I mean, what th- what is that? Mm-hmm. And now you wonder why we're, we're we're refusing to conform. This is why we have to stand up. Mm-hmm. And now Disney is talking about adding more transgender and more uh, gay rights and all of this into their movies, mm-hmm. pedophilia into their movies. I mean. That should be a crime in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to put this in the movies and put this in front of children, I mean, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So uh, that's why I, I, I really am, am so proud of my dad, Pastor Hank Hooneman, mm-hmm. for, you know, the, the children's books and, and, and comics that he's been putting out. And, you know, mm-hmm. Captain Zepto, Mutsby and Milo, I'm sure yeah. a lot of you watching... <laughs> right now know what I'm talking about. He's an incredible artist and cartoonist. And Mm -hmm. this is why he started this because 
He is just just like I am tired of the wokeisms, mm-hmm. tired of these agendas. And we need more biblical truth. We need more good in the homes. We need more good in the schools. We need mm-hmm. more good on television so that yep. these kids grow up and they have a, 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 a root of truth in them. Mm-hmm. You know, schools are masking them up and taking their rights away. What they're going to do is these kids are going to grow up if we're not careful and be afraid to speak out, afraid to say anything because you're masking them up. You're giving them no voice. You're telling them things that their mind and their their uh, ears should not be listening to, especially in a school at that yeah. age. If they if they're going to hear it, they need to hear it at home with the parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's where we're at right now. And, yeah. and, and this is why, you know, churches that are doing vacation Bible schools, churches that are doing Sunday schools, churches that are doing youth outreaches and, and raising up that generation. This is why it's important, because the devil is after this generation, this next up and coming generation, because mm-hmm. this is the Joshua generation that God is looking at to take America, take the world, take the body of Christ to the next step, to the mm-hmm. next area that's going to change a culture. Culture doesn't change when people conform to wokeisms mm-hmm. culture changes when people stand in the gap for righteousness and and start witnessing start being bold start realizing hey i'm not going to look back i'm going forward that's when culture changes because you start ministering to people and then their demons start realizing they got no power either yeah well and i think too the um there's a there's been a lot of areas where i feel like the church has kind of failed over the years where and they it's yeah. very much so like the conservative movement which is like hey everybody especially the young people you should care about this and here's why yes. well they don't you know and the reality is they don't and obviously the holy spirit can change someone's heart and the, their perspective on something and and i'm not discrediting that at all I no think no yeah that's I got what it's about you know mm-hmm. but the thing that I noticed the left does a lot better is that they go to people and go, Oh, you care about this? Well, here's why you should come over here because we care about this too. And you should do this. And here's why. And they go, Okay, mm-hmm. cool. They, you know, and then they, mm-hmm. they, they, good marketers. Really, they're <laughs> really good at it. Yeah. yeah. Great marketers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, terrible follow through, but great yeah. marketers. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that we need to be, as the church, we need to be a little bit more courageous, a little bit more brave stop conforming stop giving into the pressures yes of um i mean even now that i'm saying this i'm going god what other areas are there in my life that i need to Amen. i need to gut out like so this is, i'm not exempt from this either um i think we all just i mean matt i know you're the same way we just so desperately want to see a, a shift in the culture um because we yeah. do believe that god is god is stirring up believers and he's actually yes. bringing a lot of people who aren't believers into the church as well with a different perspective um yes in terms of how to do this which is a, really a blessing it's great yeah so. well you know my thing is you know and i even look at that scripture in proverbs where it talks about the slacker will say there's a lion outside um I, if i go outside i might be killed mm-hmm. well why can't we be like david and say you know yeah. i killed lions i killed bears <laughs> you know and i'm not afraid you know we need to be the lion that's roaring. You know, that's a song that we sing here at Lord of Hosts Church, Let the Lion Roar and uh, Split Open the Heavens. You know, we want heaven to rain down, but we got to roar. We got to pray for it. We got to war for it, you know, 
and and mm-hmm. and and instead of creating lions out of other things, we need to be the ones that are the lions, uh, the tribe of Judah that's roaring and saying, you know what? We're the ones on the attack. We're the ones that we're not putting a defense system up. No, we're on the offense. We are the ones that are going full head of steam, you know, to take down the gates of hell. Why are we allowing a gate from hell to be an offensive system? You know, yeah, that's right? and, and, and I've said right? that before, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, you know, a yeah. gate is a defense system. Don't allow hell's gates to be on the offense because you're conforming, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the body of Christ, I'm speaking to you right now. We have mm-hmm. to understand now is our time, our season yesterday, mm-hmm. right now, you know, and if, and, 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 and if we're going to, you know, people say, well, you know, why do we keep talking about the election and why do we keep talking about this and that? Because it was stolen. Mm-hmm. If we're going to conform, yeah. then conformity would mean just let it go. Say nothing. Okay. Here's the problem with that mindset, Jeff, is if we just ignore that, it's going to continue into the future. Mm-hmm. It'll get, people it'll are get saying, worse. It'll yeah, people are worse. saying, well, we can fix it in future elections. How can you fix it in future elections without addressing the problem? That yeah. would be like saying a, a, a student that cheated in school on a test won't do it again. Right. They promised the teachers not are just, to. Yeah, yeah, they promised. They apologized. Yeah. No, they were sorry they got caught. Yeah. We need to make sure there's some true repentance in there mm-hmm. and some true change of heart here and some true accountability to make sure it doesn't happen again. Right. Okay. That is what we need in America. How hard is it to just do a simple uh, 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 investigation to make sure that there was no fraud? Yep. Okay. And, and it clearly was. There's video evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, how come, you know, we can do more time spending on, oh, Tom Brady uh, deflating footballs in the NFL playoffs and, you know, doing a whole investigation, getting the courts involved with that. But we can't with the election. Our schools, if somebody... Because it's racist, Matt. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You know, so this is the the issue. And, you know, we spend more time... uh, 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 you know, talking about, well, let's get the courts involved because a baseball player uh, uh, cheated and took steroids. And I'm not saying, yeah, you, you need to take steroids. I'm just saying, you know, we talk about, well, Barry Bonds and all of this with the baseball yeah. and sports. We put more emphasis on a stupid game at the end of the day than yeah. the biggest crime in the nation's history. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to ignore that and expect that, oh, the next election will take everything back. Who's to say they won't do it again? That's yeah, like saying that both. student so. is not going to cheat on the ACT in the future because right. he cheated on a final or a quiz. You know, they're going to do it again. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah. So, so I, I, I mean, it's, it's like, common sense, bro. Yeah. And I think like the big question that people need to ask themselves is, okay, well, where's, where's my place? What's my, yes. what's the spot that I'm supposed to go? Um, and not make excuses, right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And what is I the problem with, with excuses, Matt? The problem with excuses is it, it, it makes you kind of fake. You know, I, yeah. I was talking about this on Game Changers, right? Mm-hmm. And Anthony and I were driving down uh, a street together just two minutes from the church, okay? We were running an errand. He was in the passenger seat. I'm driving. And an ambulance comes by, okay? And everybody... We stopped, other people stopped. Well, 
there was a couple cars in the intersection that weren't stopping. Well, then they finally stopped, and I saw the driver roll her eyes. And as the ambulance was coming by, the drivers are like, almost like, like, you're affecting my day. Like, you know, and Anthony said it perfectly. He goes, well, we're sorry that, uh, you know, McDonald's fries means more to you than someone's life. Yeah. I mean, that is how people are today. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like, can we just be kind? It's not hard to be nice. It's not hard to be loving. Listen, you said this perfectly earlier about the, the, the transgenders and the gays mm-hmm. and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's our job to love them, be kind to them, but we don't have to agree with them. We can help in love by not conforming to their movement. See, that's the, the issue, is a lot of the people out there think the body of Christ, if they don't accept their sins, if they don't accept their wokeisms and things that go against our Bible, mm-hmm. that somehow we're, we're hateful, we're judging, we're not true Christians, we're not like Jesus. No, mm-hmm. excuse me on that. Just because I disagree with you, because my faith disagrees with you, does not mean I don't love you, don't care, don't wish the best for you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just not going to support your wokeism. I'm not going to support yeah. your sin. I'm not going to support what you're doing. Yeah. Okay? And, and that's, that's where we're at today. See, judging is not uh, 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 having an opinion or perception about someone or something. That's not judging. Judging is, is, a, is forming a consequence or putting a consequence on someone's actions. Mm-hmm which ultimately is someone in authority or especially God's job. Calling out somebody about what they're doing and saying, I don't like that because maybe they asked, maybe they did something that affected you or the surroundings around you, like some of this wokeism that they're trying to put into churches today. And governments are trying to, you know, go against churches on certain things. That's not judging, standing your ground standing your place. That's not hatred. That's simply standing up for something you believe in, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and my dad said it the best. It should be God over government. You know, we're actually looking at eventually hoping to make a shirt with that title because it's like, that is something that, man, I would rock around the city, yeah. you know, <laughs> God over government, like, yeah. you know, puff that out, you know. Yeah. So I'm telling you, and, 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 it's, and it's the time now that we have to understand that. It is God over government. We're not going to conform. So thank God for people that are in the political uh, uh, world that are standing up and saying, yeah, it's God over government. And this is why I'm here right now. Mm, yeah. So I, I wanted to ask you a question. There was yeah. a, a comment you had made on uh, one of your podcasts for Game Changers. Game Changers? Game Changers. Yes. Game yes. Changers. I yep. want to say that right. I kept wanting to say Game Changer. And I, I didn't want to commit heresy. So no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not yeah. going to like point the finger and yeah, yeah. speak blasphemy and all of that. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, uh, I got you. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you mentioned that excuses create dishonor. Yes. And I thought that was really interesting. Can you talk a little bit more about like what you mean by that? So excuses creates dishonor. So yeah, basically, you know, we've touched on don't be the emergency. Don't be the problem. Right. Mm. Okay, sometimes there's pastors who need people to undergird them, and when they give you a little constructive criticism, they're not judging you. They're trying to help you grow. And the people that make excuses to that or try to argue with that, they don't grow because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the people that take sometimes that that righteous, uh, uh, you know, wisdom or take that that, um, discipline 
take that that coaching that goes somewhere. You know, I I've played football, I've coached football, mm-hmm. and you know, in coaching, for instance, you know, I would see one quarterback who would have all the talent in the world. Another quarterback who maybe didn't have all the talent, but he had like the heart of like a Rudy. Okay, you've seen the mm-hmm. most oh, people yeah. seen the movie Rudy. Great movie. Okay, yeah. great movie. So let's take this example. The kid who has all the talent can never sometimes be coached, right? Because and I've had situations like this. He's like I'm the best. He's the so best. Why do I need coaching? He, right. And I'll tell him, hey, go grab some bench. Yeah. Go sit on the bench. The kid that has the, you know. Heart of Rudy, the heart of, of, you know what, there's always something I can work on. There's always something I can learn. They're the ones that go farther, okay? Notice the apostles. They had no idea what Jesus was trying to convey to them when it came to his death and resurrection because they were too busy arguing and bickering about who would be the greatest in the kingdom. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, that's, that's, we have all the talent in the world. Jesus, you know, I'm sure Jesus looked at them and was just laughing because he's probably thinking, how many times have I told you, you guys of little faith here, you guys have all this big talk. You're going to be the greatest in the kingdom. But Peter, I remember you having no faith in the, you know, I had to come over and rescue you from drowning, you know, and, and doubting Thomas, you're, you know, the story is already out on you. So, you know, I mean, but Jesus had to sit there and listen to this and say, guys, this is what's going to happen. But they were too busy arguing and bickering to where they said, no, Lord, that'll never happen to you. And then Jesus rebuked Peter and said, get behind me, Satan, because that spirit was trying to come on Peter. <laughs> See, that is, that is what excuses can do. If we make excuses, then we can't. People that make excuses are too prideful to learn. Mm -hmm. They can't learn from a pastor, learn from someone in authority, learn from a parent, learn from a brother or sister, someone older than them, someone in authority, their boss at work. Mm -hmm. It it goes on. So there were times as a coach that I said, man, this dude has all the talent in the world, but he holds himself back. So I played the quarterback that maybe didn't have as much talent, but because he learned, he actually outshined, outperformed, mm-hmm. and because yeah. he kept his mouth shut and just got in there and, 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 and worked hard, that quarterback outperformed the other one. And I think sometimes certain people wonder why maybe a season passed them by or came later because they were too busy sitting around making excuses mm-hmm. instead of just jumping in and in that process of jumping in, be willing to just be quiet and listen. You know, I heard somebody say this one time and uh you know i'm a football guy i'm a big football fan okay you know and and here i'll hold it up i'm a green bay packer fan okay (laughs) so uh i heard aaron Rodgers say one time that there's wisdom in silence and i thought you know what that's truth right there there's 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 truly wisdom now don't be silent when it's time to stand but be silent when you're learning going through the process and Mm -hmm. god's working on you god's sending uh, uh, people like pastors and teachers that can sit down and equip you, right? Because let's be, let's be honest here. It talks about in the Bible, even train up a child in the way he should go. So, you know, that's when it's time to just be quiet and listen. And there's wisdom in that. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Yeah, well, and that's why it says in James chapter 1, verse 19, yes. to be 
quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow yes. to become angry. And you know what? No matter how you spin it, <laughs> honestly, correction stings sometimes. Yeah. It does. Yes. How you respond to it. Yes. Can you practice self-control? Can you can you yes. exude that fruit of the spirit? Yes. In a moment when maybe uh, it got you right in the uh, right in the old zinger, you know. You're like, <laughs> it should be oh, humbling, how man. Dare they say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. It should be humbling. You know, I've yeah. always thought that. Like, you should have growing pains in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, and and brothers and sisters, let that be a positive thing. It's it, Jeff nailed it on the head. It should be an absolute positive thing. How do you respond to it? Am I going to go sulk in a corner? Or am I going to say, you know what? They're right. I'm going to yeah. learn something from this. And it's, it's important to understand that because what you do with correction could ultimately determine your next five, 10 years and generation down the, right. generations down the road. You know, what you were once being corrected for, you could be helping somebody else in later down the line. So, you know, that's important to to, to remember. And, you know, Jeff, I want to share a scripture, too, because this is something that that, you know, and I have it on my Instagram, but it's 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 something that's so powerful to me. And and it's just something that I think, you know, in this time, people that are saying, you know what, I don't conform. They need to hear this encouragement. So Psalm 101 verse three says, I will set no worthless or wicked thing before my eyes. I hate, notice it says hate, the practice and actions of those who turn from God and fall away from the right path. I want no part of it. I will not grasp, it it will not grasp hold of me. So think about that. I was just alluding to that a minute ago. Saying that I hate sin is not judging somebody. It's just saying, listen, I choose to be a righteous person, meaning I can't go to the bars with you. I can't go to the clubs with you. I can't do this and that. You guys want to go do this for your social fund? That's not me. I'm a righteous man. I'm a righteous woman. You know, and and that is ultimately, you know, Anthony and I were talking about this on Game Changers. A lot of this transgender and gay movement too. I wonder how many of those people truly are that or if they're just trying to be a part of an, you know, a, a world to look cool, to fit in, to try to just say and be something that they're truly not. But if you laid hands on them and, and cast some demons out of them, I bet that, that, that spirit may come off pretty quick. So, well, and I you know, I, I, I had had a guy on a couple of weeks back. His name is Micah Turnbow. He's, um, he used to be, he used to identify as a homosexual yeah, and then the Lord yeah. delivered him. And, um, you know, it's, we talked a lot about identity and how identity really is the issue. And it's like, yes, for him, yes, it's this point of a lack of worthiness. I'm not worthy. And it was interesting because I had pointed out, I said, that's actually a very like male trait. Obviously women deal with it too, but yeah, but it's very, very much a male trait. And I was like, I struggle with that too. And I know other guy friends that have struggled with that. I am I worthy? Uh, I don't feel worthy. And it's interesting how, Satan took Micah down the path of homosexuality mm. and yeah. me in different, different paths, someone else, a different path, you know, yes. but they, at the core, that was the root unworthiness, you know? And I think yeah. that a lot of times people are looking for identity where they're like, maybe they're not feeling, uh, they're not feeling like they can, they have any place to fit in. And all of a sudden when they're in this moment of weakness, Satan swoops in and goes, well, you've always been gay. Don't you know that, you know, mm-hmm. and then takes them down this path of, or actually you are actually a woman. You're, you're, you're a, 
a woman trapped in a man's body. Don't you know that? You yeah. Know? And then yeah. they go, oh, that's who I am. This is this yeah. is the point of identity. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like if if, if you start casting demons out, you know, uh, yeah, people, yeah. you know. That, well, I think too, you said the, the word uh, unworthy, right? And I think sometimes pe- people feel that they're not worthy enough in the kingdom or yeah. worthy enough in life that they're not bold enough that, you know, they, they feel like they've maybe had too many sins or they've, you know, they, they kind of beat themselves over the head. You know, there was one time in my life where, um, you know, I had just needed that moment with God because I was complaining, Jeff. I was complaining. This was several years ago and I was complaining and making excuses. And I think everybody's gone through this at some point, but you know, there was a, there was a time and I drove in a field somewhere, just a, a, a random area. There was nobody around. I'm talking like I'm in the country, back yeah. roads. A lot of and I just, in Nebraska, right? So there's city in Nebraska, okay? Like it's very – Omaha is actually, uh, I think, what is it, 30 – in the top 35 biggest cities in the, in the country. Oh, wow. So we don't have like cornfields out there. You know, the stereotype, okay. we're riding tractors and, you know <laughs> – yeah horses or, or, or cows or our, our pets, you know, buggy, no, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's West Nebraska. That's pushing towards Colorado. We're in the Metro. It's, it's very urban where we're at. But anyways, um, so I, I drove into this field and I kind of just threw myself on the ground and, and laid myself out like I was on a cross. Right. And I closed my eyes, Jeff, and I envisioned what was happening to Jesus. Mm. I didn't envision it from a movie. I didn't, like picture the passion of the Christ. I pictured my own version of him uh, suffering. I wanted my own version. Okay. And I realized there is no room. There is no need. There is no reason for me to ever complain anymore. (laughs) Because would I want to trade all this for that? No, right. I'm not going to, who, who in their right mind would want to trade places with what he suffered through. Mm-hmm. And that's, right. it, it woke me up and I said, you know what? I'm not going to complain anymore. The things that I was afraid to do in life, it was like I started getting a click that, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can be bold. I can speak out. I can do mm-hmm. this, right? And I, I think there's people that feel that same feeling of unworthiness mm-hmm. to where they've been held back because of instances or experiences in life, situations, events that have happened to them where, you know, it, it's what we were touching on about the, the, the masking of, of children in schools. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking their rights away and then they grow up and someone's got to teach them to, how to get their voice and to yeah. use their voice. And I think there are people right now that beat themselves over the head that are tough on themselves because they've been, you know, so uh, uh, abused by other people uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, verbally. And there's a culture where in their heart they want to step out. They want to do the right thing, but they have a little bit of a, 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 a fear, you know. And, and, and this is the time where I want to minister as well to those people here at the end and pray over those people because mm-hmm. I feel that strong. But they're not conforming out of intent they're conforming out of fear Mm. they're conforming out of what's kind of been taken from them over the years their voice 
So there's, there's two ways of conforming, right? You can conform out of just straight being lazy. And then there's hurt that can cause you to conform. Mm-hmm. There's hurt that can cause you to conform and not use your voice, speak out, right? Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with somebody recently, and uh, we alluded to this on Game Changers, but, um, you know, the Bible talks about, uh, you know, submitting to God, right? And in and, and the book of James, okay? Mm-hmm. And it, it talks about submitting. And this person was saying, well, submitting, that sounds like slavery, and that sounds like being a slave. I said, mm-hmm. no, 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 you're missing the uh, true definition of the word. I said, you're, you're missing what that word means. I said, you know, and I was walking him through all of that, right? And, you know, the vines is really good to, you know, learn certain words in the Bible. The Strong's Concordance will help you mm-hmm. with what meanings are mm-hmm. in the Bible and, and really help you build your, you know, uh, uh, doctrine in that, right? So I was sitting down having a discussion with this person, and I said, listen, no, you're, you're not understanding what this word means. It's not submitting like slavery, submitting as in a a, a respect, a healthy, righteous respect to the Lord that says, no, I don't want to grieve the Lord's heart. I don't want to hurt God's heart. You know, people twist the, the word, uh, the words, I fear God, right? When somebody says that and they're like, what do you mean? Fear God like a lightning bolt's going to get struck down, uh, you know, from heaven. No, it means I have so much love towards the Lord. I don't want to hurt his heart. You know, it's like when you have a friend, right? And You fear hurting your friend. You fear hurting a family member. You want to live in in, in total righteousness, in total Mm -hmm. respect to that person. It's the same thing with God. He's Mm -hmm. our Father in heaven. And I think sometimes, you know, people get it twisted. And they think, well, God's just going to, you know, and uh, come and clean up the whole world and we're all in trouble. No, God's not coming back for that. God wants us to do His work so that He can come back for a righteous on fire church that's ready that's not complaining that's not sitting in idle and 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 just you know they're they're going forward you know and i've said this too the reason the children of israel were wandering around in the the the, the wilderness is because they were they were fooling around but you had a jericho that said no or, or not jericho a joshua that said mm-hmm. let's go to jericho mm-hmm. and 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 march forward but see some of the israelites didn't get to where they were going and it was delayed because they're, they're, they were golden calf makers. Mm-hmm. They're building golden calves. They're, they're, they're worshiping idols, conforming. Mm-hmm. And it's like that conforming all of a sudden completely tuned their mind from what happened in Egypt and what God delivered them from. And we got to be careful that we don't conform so much that we mm-hmm. forget what God is doing and what he's already done. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And even to add to that with the Israelites, it was like, don't chase, don't think, oh, if I could just have this experience yes. with God, that that's going to sustain me. Well, guess what? It's not. It, yes. it just isn't. And and we see that in the the Israelites, like God did some crazy stuff and like, you know, completely delivered them from Egypt. You know, you'd think, oh, if you have that mentality, oh, if I just had an experience like that, oh, yes. man, yes. I would never, then I would know God is yeah. real. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't sustain. If that is what you're chasing, it's not going to sustain. Yeah. Not. Sometimes, though, people need to, 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 you know, not so much just sit and wait for an experience. They need to pray and, and create an experience with God, you know? Mm-hmm. God is waiting for a person that's going to say, listen, chase after me, chase after the kingdom and watch what I open up for you. You know, there's mm-hmm. benefits in that, you know, and, and right now uh, uh, we've got to understand, you know, especially 
you know, now we're, we're in that Passover, uh, you know, Easter season. God is doing some, uh, some signs, wonders, and miracles right now. But we've got to tap into it. We've got to believe in that. We've got to work in that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a good time. This is a good season to, to understand. Listen, this is a, the anointing of, and, the, and the prophetic uh, 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 things that Jesus fulfilled all those years ago. And, 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 and Isaiah 53 coming to pass, you know? And, and you look at that and you say, I mean, we're in that season right now. You know, we have to understand that, listen, sometimes we need to let the prophetic rest. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen sometimes in the season you want it to. But God is saying, just, just watch what I'm doing, okay? I'm sure everybody thought the prophets in the Old Testament were crazy when... <laughs> They prophesied about the coming of the Messiah. It didn't happen right away. And that's the thing. But look, it did happen. Mm -hmm. And it's going to happen today in 2022, in 2023, and going Mm -hmm. forward. We have to just stay the course, stay in faith, stop making excuses, stop conforming, and understand Mm -hmm. the words that God has spoken through the prophets are not going to fall to the wayside. Yeah. And it yeah. takes you to understand that you're a part of this. Your mm-hmm. prayers are a part of this. Your boldness is a part of this. You standing in the gap, not conforming, is a part of this. Yeah. And I think that's also like a very, uh, I've noticed with a lot of millennials and Gen Z, where that, yeah, the ones that God is stirring up to really, and it, it's not just isolated to those two generations, right, but right. I do notice it being a millennial myself and then knowing Gen Zers uh, is, <laughs> is, is just being like, let's go, let's do yeah. God, let's go, let's do this, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's definitely, you know um, yeah. And I, I think really, I think the big takeaway from this is like, okay, God really just looking inward and being like, God, what are the areas that I've conformed and what are the areas where you want me to be more bold and just step yes. out in? Yes. And then, have the courage to do that and not make excuses to, to go, Oh no, uh, no, I can't do that. I can't. And here's why. And here's all these million reasons why I can't do it. Yeah. Well, and and I just think we have to understand, you know, we've got to be willing to go the extra mile for Mm -hmm. God. We can't always be looking for the easy way out or a bailout or for God to come bail us out all the time. We've got to understand that, you know, listen, God is, is, is there for us, but we've got to be willing to do God's work. Sometimes mm-hmm. people create a problem out of nothing and then want God to bail them out of that problem, you know, and, <laughs> and, 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 and it's true. And, yeah. you know, what would happen if we didn't wander around in the 2022 wilderness and we just went forward and said, yeah, the left, the, the, the heathens, people that are building these woke, wokeisms are kind of building the, the, the Jericho walls today. What would happen if we had our lion roar and just move forward? Mm-hmm. What could change this nation then? How would that change this nation if we would just stand for something, stand yeah. in the gap? And I know there's many that are doing that. And God has not forgotten about you. God is standing with you, anointing you. The, the people that are choosing to take the punches, that are willing to take the punches, there's a reward for that. And those are the people that God is absolutely proud of right now and he's using. And, and, and those, we're, we're unified. We're an army. We have to understand we're a kingdom army right now and uh, we're fighting. We're on the offense, not the defense. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, Matt, why don't you pray for the people as you yeah, feel led? Yeah. This is good stuff. 
Absolutely. Well, dear Heavenly Father, we just pray right now for each and every person, and we just declare a fresh mindset, a fresh boldness comes over the people right now, that there will be no fear, no timidness, no uh, 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 being afraid to step out, that they will have their needs met, and that they will have the things that they're wanting to do for the kingdom, that God will send the people in their life to train, equip them, give them wisdom, that the anointing will be placed upon them. And as I stretch my hands toward the camera, mm. I say right now, anointing, go forward now to those that want that anointing that to step out, that want that boldness, that they will do things they never thought they could do before, that they will do the things that they, that they envisioned years ago but didn't know if it would be true or something that could come to pass. I say it comes to pass. Devil, you get your hands off these people. Now in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. we say angels go forward encamp around your people in the name of Jesus. And we speak right now to the young generation that that it is your time to come and speak out and do things. We say an anointing now, a grace goes forward on you, a boldness, a righteous rebellion that you'll know when to speak, when to listen, how to speak, how to listen, and do things in your city. And we say right now that you are a game changer, that you will change the game in your city that you will change a culture, that you will speak out, and you will anoint a a, a city for Jesus, that your words will go forward and not fall to the wayside, that when you speak, an authority goes before you, a favor goes before you. We speak favor over each and every person. Let your needs be met. Let the things you're believing God for come to pass. Now in the name of Jesus, there's no lack, and we speak a divine just movement comes over you right now from heaven and the, any plans of the enemy in hell, we say it's exposed now in the name of Jesus. And we call each and every one of you blessed and heavily favored in Jesus name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm talking about, yes, sir. That's good stuff. So Matt, um, how can people follow you? Yeah. Tell them about your podcast. We'll put a link in the description. All that sure, stuff. sure. So um, you can follow me. Uh, my name is uh, at quarterback Matt on Instagram. Um, and then uh, you can follow the Game Changers page on Instagram. Game Changers, Lord of Host Church. I know each and every one of you got a phone. So pull your phone out right now. Follow me on Instagram. Follow Game Changers on Instagram. Um, you can also, in the bio of the Game Changers Instagram, you can follow Anthony. His is Mr. Underscore Double. Um, at Hank Kuhneman, at Brenda Kuhneman, my parents are in the bio. Uh, LOH Church Omaha as well. You can follow that. Facebook-wise, Game Changers, Lord of Hosts Church. You can follow uh, us there. That's where we stream our podcast. Um, you can go to the One Voice Ministries Facebook page, Lord of Hosts Church Facebook page. Also, Stand Up for the Bible with Hank and Brenda Kuhneman is something where we post a lot of the things going on in the world and what the Bible uh, says to counter that. And so that's a, a page you can follow as well. Go to uh, hankandbrenda.org, lohchurch.org slash watch to watch us on Sunday, as well as Facebook Live, as I mentioned before. Um, you can also check out our YouTube, Hank and Brenda Kuhneman, and we stream Game Changers to that page on YouTube as well. Um, and we stream every second Monday and every fourth Monday for Game Changers. We're looking to eventually... Um, put that into a weekly podcast, which will be on everything that I mentioned before, as well as all the uh, different podcast platforms out there, Spotify, Apple, all of that stuff. So um, that's in the process. We've got a bunch of construction and studio movement yeah. stuff going on at the church right now. God's doing some wonderful things, new yeah. sanctuaries in the process right now. 
Um, so a lot of movement and stuff going on, but good stuff. Amen. Yeah. So Amen. Um, I think I got all the the, the, the pages there, but uh, there's yeah. so many. I'm like, man, you try yeah. to like recite it in your head. You know, it, yeah. it helps when uh, you look at them every day. But, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, so yeah. well, and then, everybody uh, well, go ahead. Oh, we have uh, One Voice Ministries TV starting as well, which will have um, Flashpoint with with my father. Um, it'll have um, all of my dad's children series stuff on there. It'll have um, a lot of our prophetic stuff with my parents on there. It'll also have Game Changers as one of the shows uh, with Anthony and I. So I want to encourage everybody. We just started on Instagram um, in the fall, so um, a few a few months ago, actually about a half a year ago, but. Um, I think it was fall or winter we started. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, we started in the fall, winter, and on Instagram. And so kind of fairly new, but we want to encourage you guys to go follow us on Instagram. Our Facebook's been around for a while, um, and we've been doing that for a few years now, a couple years. Um, And so Instagram, we need you people to go out there, follow us, connect with us, because we're trying to build that Instagram up. We also, yeah, we've also had some merch that we've been uh, coming out with and uh, releasing a couple game changer leather jackets and stuff, some varsity jackets and uh, some, you know, hats and snapbacks and different things, sweatshirts and stuff. Cause again, we want you to rep this, you know, you got to go change the game in your city. And it's, it's really fun when, you know, you're uh, I've traveled, you know, with my parents and I've seen people wearing the game changers merch just in a random city. Yeah. It's really cool. And, you know, again, you want people to come up to you and be like, what does that mean? Well, it just means I'm here to change the game in my city and you can explain to them what mm-hmm. game changers mean and, 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 and what righteous rebellion you're on. So, yep. um, yeah, go get our merch and uh, we'll have different links. You can go look at all of, uh, all of that on our page. So, yeah, there it is, people. It's all down there. I don't expect you to remember all of it. We got it all down. There. Yeah, you, you can, can rewind it. Merch. <laughs> you can rewind it if you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, Matt. Thank you so much, man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, always so, a pleasure to have you on the show. You're 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 an anointed man of God for this time, and the world needs you too. So Thanks, we brother. we really appreciate you and uh, everyone. You're watching a great guy right here in a good mm. show. So he he yeah. does a great job. So Amen. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Everybody, that is our show. Be blessed, everybody. Okay, peace. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.